Welcome to the Mindful Career Transitions Podcast. This is the show for you if you've had success in your current career, yet you feel like there must be a more fulfilling way to spend your day. Listen in as we share wisdom, career change tips, and expertise on making a mindful transition to a fulfilling and meaningful career. Here's your host, Liesl Teversham. It's Liesl here, and I'd love to welcome you to another episode of the Mindful Career Transitions podcast. Every second week, I bring you an inspiring guest, and every other week, I fly solo and bring you some of my own ideas on how to make a transition to a meaningful career. Today is another solo day, and I'd like to share some thoughts around taking responsibility for our career journey. You see, a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a blog post called What to Do If You Can't Find Your Passion. I posted it on LinkedIn and the responses I received were incredibly interesting and it got me thinking about our choices in life and how much responsibility we are taking for them or not. Although the title of the post alluded to needing passion in a career, the whole point of the post was really about the fact that some people do find it really hard or even impossible to know what their so-called passion is. One of the big quotes in the article in fact said, if you're stuck in a place where you want to move to a different place in your career and you're stuck with where to go next, my number one suggestion is to search inside yourself first before starting the outward or job search. Nothing about your passion, just search inside yourself first. A few readers on LinkedIn, though, seem to have read about half the post only, or maybe only the title, before they made some comments. One person in particular actually drew drew my attention, and this is what he said. What you have, quote, passion for, and I detest the word, may not be something you can make a living at. This can't be sufficiently stressed, he said. This is what makes mercenaries and prostitutes out of most of us. The market determines what will and will not be remunerated, and we have to dance to that tune regardless of where our own talents and interests may lie. You might point this out instead of going on mindlessly and inanely in yet another trite LinkedIn post about passion. End of his quote. I had a little back and forth with him on the post. What struck me immediately was that underneath his rather scathing remarks, I detected a kind of deeply disappointed and disillusioned feeling. This person probably has a frustrated passion, something that he absolutely loves doing and has tried to make work as a business and failed perhaps a few times. That's really painful and I know that because I've had some failures myself and a long, hard road to the career that I'm in right now. And the very sad part is what I'm hearing from this frustrated man is that he's given up on his dream of making a living doing what he loves. He's resigned himself to the fact that he's a prostitute or a mercenary. That resignation does not leave any room for joy in his current career. Having the feeling that we have to do a certain thing to earn money, yet hating it, plus feeling frustrated about the passion that cannot be lived, simply cannot lead to a happy life. A dear mentor of mine, Paul Zelizer, recently posted this on his first Facebook profile. Most of us spend the majority of our waking hours working. 
We work more than we spend time with our families. We work more than we exercise or do yoga. We work more than we paint or write poetry. We work more than we spend time in nature. We work more than we spend time in our spiritual practices. When we do work that is highly aligned with our values, that has huge positive ripple effects. When we do work that is not highly aligned with our values, that has huge negative ripple effects. Money and work is where the majority of the horsepower is in modern life. Wake up there and everything begins to change. And that change can happen quite quickly when the conditions are right. That's the end of Paul's quote. We spend so much time at work. How can we possibly be a happy, fulfilled human being who treats others with love and respect if we spend two-thirds of our waking hours being resentful? That led me to the thought of personal responsibility in this career journey of ours. We have two choices as I see it. We can be a victim or a victor. A victim says, I'm not to blame, it's my circumstances. It's not my fault. I don't know what to do, but I'm angry and resentful that I'm in this situation. A victim points to the finger, points their finger to the world and says, the fault is out there, I blame them. The victor, on the other hand, says, this is my responsibility. I have choice. I can do something different here and I'll figure it out, but I'm not staying here. They point the finger to themselves with no blame or judgment and take responsibility to make changes. Oh, and I just want to clear up that responsibility is definitely not taking the blame. It's not saying I was wrong or I did anything wrong. It's a completely different energy than blame. And the basic underlying principle is, as I see it, I acknowledge the truth of the situation and I'm the one who got me here and I'm the one who can do something about it. A question that I find that works really great is to ask myself, what can I learn from the situation? No blame, no shame and no judgment. So here's my question for you today. If you're in an unhappy career currently, are you waiting for somebody else to come and rescue you out of this career discomfort? Do you feel like a victim in this process? Do you feel more and more frustrated with every day that goes by? Do you despise your colleagues and your circumstances a little more each day and go home thinking, my boss is terrible, my job sucks, I detest having to come here. And then keep going there year after year, feeling more and more unhappy but not taking any action. In other words, perpetuating the feeling that you're a victim, you can't change it and you're just going to go blame everyone else for your unhappy career. I know that's not such a happy and easy thing to face. Or are you taking responsibility by saying, I know I'm not happy right now. I know I'm the only person who can change my circumstances. Perhaps I don't know how I'm going to find a new career that fulfills me or how to make my passion into a lucrative career. But I'm willing to try and I'm going to start by taking one small action today that can move me in the direction of my dream career. 
Which one do you choose? Do you believe that others should come to the rescue and blame everything out there? Oh yes, it's certainly the easier route. I know people who've been in an unhappy marriages and careers for 20 years and they're bitter, resentful and take it out on their families, unfortunately. It is the easier route to sit where you are, but it's not the brave route. The brave route is the one that might be uncomfortable. We may have to face the fact that we're in a situation we don't like and that no one is going to ride in on a white horse. We need to take the action, even if we don't know the full road ahead. We are the only ones who can take responsibility for our life. No one else holds that key. We are the one that can start that search within, no matter, no matter how uncomfortable or scary it may be. And yes, I know it is scary. I've done this at least four times. And I work with clients who are rather terrified of opening the can of worms. I've been working with a lovely gentleman recently who's had his head in the sand, the career sand, for 20 years. He was hesitant and terrified to look at the skeletons in his career closet. He'd been terribly unhappy at work for 20 years and didn't know what to do about it. His health was on the verge of collapsing when he came to me and finally, finally, he was willing to open the door to start looking in the dark corners. The change in him in just three weeks has been nothing short of miraculous. His energy levels are at least 100% improved. His confidence has returned. He's not feeling hopeless and fearful and he's taking positive action towards a different future. Scary to open that can of worms? Oh, absolutely, yes. And does he know exactly what that future will bring and all the steps along the way? Certainly not. But the mere fact that he finally took responsibility for his unhappy career situation and started taking action to find out what is really important to him has started to set him free. The truth does set us free. He finally admitted that he hates what he'd been doing up to now. He stopped suppressing his needs and he's brimming with new ideas on how to create an entrepreneurial path instead of the corporate path that had been forged almost for him 20 years ago. It's already changed his energy and health in profound ways that I cannot believe. Please, I urge you, do not make the mistake of waiting for work to get better. No one can possibly care about your life and your happiness as much as you can. And while you're unhappy, unfulfilled and frustrated, your family and loved ones suffer too. Susan M. Heathfield wrote in an article on responsibility. The most important aspect of taking responsibility for your life is to acknowledge that your life is your responsibility. No one can live your life for you. You are in charge. No matter how hard you try to blame others for the events of your life, each event is the result of choices you made and are making. And that's the end of that quote. It may be hard, it may be uncomfortable, and it is the brave and courageous thing to do. If it's scary to look at the challenges in your career, 
And yes, of course it is. And it's completely normal. Welcome to the human condition. I encourage you to enlist the help of someone who can hold your hand during this process. From the condition my client arrived in a couple of weeks ago, I would venture to say your life depends on it. If this feels like you, I warmly invite you to apply on my website SavvySelfGrowth.com on the support page for a free career truth session where we'll open the door to, to the start of a new phase for you. You'll walk away with clarity, inspiration and next steps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you spending time with me. For other helpful articles and podcasts around making a career change, please visit SavvySelfGrowth.com. You can subscribe there to my easing and I'll send you a free gift to help you make that transition. Of course, there are other wonderful podcast guests to listen to with huge inspiration and wonderful tips about how to make this transition for you. Click on the podcast tab somewhere on the top in the menu. Remember that a mindful career transition is a journey that involves the wisdom of your heart. It may take a little time and I'd love to remind you to be kind and compassionate and patient with yourself in this process. It is a journey, it's not a sprint. And if you need someone by your side to help you navigate the emotions, the uncertainty and anxiety and fear that can arise on this journey, please do go ahead and contact me on that contact page, the support page on SavvySelfGrowth.com and let's see how we can support you to make a, a transition to a meaningful career. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For other inspiring guests and articles on career change and the notes of today's show, be sure to visit SavvySelfGrowth.com. Download your free gift while you're there. Thank you for sharing this show with a friend. Remember, a mindful career transition is a journey that involves the wisdom of the heart.